SAFM. Prime time all day long. Femicide is defined as the intentional killing of women or girls because they are females. When a woman says no, it means exactly that. No means no. SABC Education. Enriching minds, enriching lives. SMS SAFM now on 41391. Late Night Conversations, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. So I go into the website for Smoke Enders and uh, I'm, I'm initially hit by uh, a slogan that I think would uh, sound very uh, true for anyone and everyone who wants to stop smoking. They say, if you want to smoke, it's your business. If you want to stop smoking, then that's our business. Talking to us right now is Wendy Gidlow, who's the owner of Smoke Enders South Africa. And A-teamers, I'd like us to welcome Wendy and also interact with her around her program called Smoke Enders. The number to dial is 011-714-2006. Good evening, Wendy. How are you doing? Good evening, Patricia. And thanks so much for having me on the show. I'm well, thank you. And you? I'm I'm very well. Now, Wendy, we are talking about something that, um, I mean, I've looked at my own brother who's older than me. Um, I remember the first time I saw him smoking. I was a teenager. There's a an eight-year gap uh, between us. And when I saw him smoking, I cried tears because at that time I was ending primary school and I was told that smoking is going to cause lung cancer and you will die. So when I saw him smoke, I cried. I was like, I can't believe, Putty, you're smoking cigarettes. You're going to die. And till this day, my brother still smokes and it worries me. And I, I sometimes feel maybe it's, it's one of those vices you just can't let go of. I've seen people let go of, of, of alcohol. I've seen, you know, people go through rehab successfully for um, hard drugs. But with cigarettes, it seems like one of those that you just can't let go of. Wendy, talk to us about smoke enders and how you help people with their addiction with the nicotine. Okay. So first, I'd like to um, emphasize that nicotine is highly, highly addictive. As as you've just said, people seem to be helpless in the face of a nicotine addiction. And most smokers don't believe that they are able to overcome the addiction. They feel as if they are being controlled by the addiction. So at Smokingers, we address all of the aspects of smoking. And when I say all of the aspects, we look at five aspects which are the addiction, um, so that we wean people off of that addiction. So that by the time they stop smoking, they're no longer addicted. We look at the physiology of smoking. What damage has been done to your body so far? And how can we activate your body to start healing? We look at the emotional aspects of smoking. Um, people have got a lot of feelings around, around smoking and around stopping smoking. We look at the psychology around smoking, how much of our smoking is done unconsciously and a small percentage is done consciously and how do we change that. And last but not least, we also address the habit. And when I mention the habit, I'm really talking about the neural pathways in your brain and how to change them so that the triggers that occur in everyday life don't result in a smoking behavior. 
So there's quite a lot of things that you look at here at uh, Smoke Enders. What what triggered you, uh, Wendy, to starting this company? Is it because maybe well, actually, you had an addiction? Yes, in fact, I did. Um, and I didn't, I didn't start the company. I actually took it over. It was started by a lady in Canada in 1969 who wasn't able to stop smoking. She designed the course to help herself to stop. Um, I used to smoke. 40 to 60 cigarettes a day. I was a very, very heavy smoker. I was a chain smoker. But in those days, you could smoke everywhere. You could even smoke on airplanes. There were ashtrays in between the seats. And so it was easy to chain smoke. And I didn't feel as if I could stop smoking. I just felt as if there was no hope for me. And I went along to smoke enders 27 years ago, and lo and behold, I stopped smoking. <laughs> and I'm now free, have been free of the addiction for 27 years. And I just think that it's wonderful to be able to help people to overcome this addiction. Now, for a person who says, I realize I've got an addiction, but I don't know what's the first step to take, um, yeah. what, what would you say to them? What is the first step? Well, I would say that um, I think the first step is to acknowledge that they have got a problem and also to acknowledge to themselves that they would like to overcome the problem. Because, Because it's so highly addictive, a lot of smokers just tell themselves that they like smoking and it makes them happy and they don't want to stop smoking. So I think the first step is to admit deep down inside that actually if there was a way for me to stop smoking maybe I would try mm. well if there's a way um, and you have the will then definitely um, this program would be one for you A-team as I'd like to hear from you are you struggling perhaps with the nicotine addiction um, and you want to express how difficult this particular addiction is or you want to know how you can get help from uh, Wendy's company which is called Smoke Enders you can call in even anonymously on 011-714-2006 or even SMS on 41391 Voice notes can be sent via WhatsApp on 0614104107. Wendy, when we were hit with the hard lockdown on um, um, level five and four mm-hmm. and, and three, when people could not buy cigarettes over the counter, even snuff, which is a nicotine mm-hmm. product, product, could not be bought over the counter, we realized that uh, people who have addiction with cigarette were getting their cigarette from... Um, you know, via illegal purchases, yes. so the black market. Yes. So showing yes. that this particular this particular addiction is one, if it was made illegal, would really have a lot of people behind bars. Yeah, unfortunately, telling people they're not allowed to smoke is not going to help them to stop smoking. Um, it, helping people overcome the addiction takes a lot more than just telling them they're not allowed to. They need support. They need help to understand themselves and their own addiction. It's, it's really a complex problem. And yes, I have known people who have, who have gone to jail for smuggling cigarettes. Um, so have sacrificed so much. And people who smoke don't realize how much they're sacrificing. They don't realize that they're sacrificing their health. And they also don't realize that they're sacrificing their energy 
They're giving away energy every single day because smoking steals the energy. And not only health and energy, but money as well. Cigarettes cost an arm and a leg. And I mean, if we take it on your case, Wendy, you say you were smoking about 40 cigarettes a day. That's about two packs. Um, And a pack right now is going for about 50 rand, if I'm not mistaken. And during lockdown, it was probably around 200 rand in the black market. So you can imagine how much money is being spent on cigarettes. Um, Now, you know, I would have thought that those who are addicted to nicotine during these the hard lockdown, because we understood that the hard lockdown on nicotine was due to the fact that it would affect negatively the lungs and you'd be more susceptible to COVID-19. Yeah. So I thought maybe this would shock people because it's a health implication and it would cause smokers to, um, to, to, to want to quit smoking. But yeah. th- th- it was opposite. Yes. So actually, it was an increased people increased percentage of people who did stop smoking during lockdown. So a lot of people did actually raise the occasion and stop smoking. However, most people were just not able to because not only are they addicted, they were also extremely stressed and anxious during that lockdown period with the threat of the illness, the threat of the economy, and being stressed or being scared or anxious simply makes us a smoker want to smoke more. I'd I'd like to go to a message here from Isaac who says, Mm -hmm. Hi Patricia, another slogan that will encourage people to stop smoking goes like, kiss a non-smoker and taste the difference. Um, obviously, smoking has a lot of effects. And one that I've read about is the fact that the your, your, your taste buds do become numbed or they die altogether. Is this true? Yes, that's absolutely true. Your sense of taste and your sense of smell decrease hugely when you smoke. And in fact, when you stop smoking, they start to recover. They come back. Let's talk about this program that you have at Smoke Enders as to how the course works, because I see that you have uh, face-to-face courses and also online courses. Yes. Yeah, so the course consists of, it's a six-week course. It consists of one meeting a week, and that meeting lasts for two hours. For the first four weeks of course, the, the delegates continue to smoke. During which time we wean them off of their addiction, we help them to understand their triggers and disconnect the triggers from the smoky behavior. We help them to understand their emotions and the psychology around smoking. We also activate their body to start detoxing and healing from the years of smoking. We do this during the first four weeks of the course. Only then do they stop smoking. So at this stage, they're no longer addicted to nicotine, so they don't have any uncomfortable withdrawal symptoms. They don't have any cravings. There's also less chance of weight gain. And the the course continues for two weeks after they actually stop smoking, during which time we focus on the stopping being permanent. So it is a step-by-step approach as opposed to just um, um, someone going cold turkey. How dangerous is cold turkey as opposed to this approach that you have at Smoke Enders? Um, Firstly, yes, it is is a a series of steps that make up a process. So one of our slogans is stopping smoking is a process, not an event. And as regards 
livestock and cold turkey. The withdrawal depends on your age and how long you've smoked for and how much you've smoked and the nicotine content of the cigarettes you've been smoking. So for someone who's perhaps elderly who's smoked for 50 years and who's been a heavy smoker, that withdrawal can be very shocking to the system. So much so that it can make them really ill. And it has occurred that doctors recommend to their older patients that they actually don't stop smoking because of the shock it would cause to your body. However, that's if you stop smoking cold turkey. If you do it with us, it's a much gentler process. And, and so delegates don't go through that sudden detoxing and that sudden, sudden uncomfortable and painful withdrawal. We've got uh, Ngonde on the line. Uh, let us put him through. A-teamers, let me remind you that if you have a question or a comment around stopping to s- uh, smoking and you'd like to uh, ask your questions to Wendy, who's the owner of Smoke Enders South Africa, you can do so by dialing in on 011-714-2006 or WhatsApp 614 Ngonde, good evening. Good evening, Ngonde. Uh, hello, Nongude. Sorry, I was turning off my radio. Okay. How are you doing, Madani? Great. How are you doing? Good, good. I can't complain. Patricia, I'm going to tell you what might blow your mind and together with your guest. Go ahead. I started quitting, right? Quitting in 1992. And at the time, I was working for an insurance company. And I recall his name, uh, Michael Lehman, a qualified actuary, told me that. Because of quit smoking, he's going to calculate in his head using some formula. I think that you are, you are talking nonsense. But anyway, he said, I've now um, added eight years more in my life, right, by quitting smoking. Well, I, I think what's blowing smokes is the pun. So I couldn't quit, Patricia, because I was using a wrong method. For example, I tried cold turkey, which is useless. It doesn't work, all right? Because Jenny from Somerset to West, who won a weekly um, competition draw um, of SAM 8430, Jenny will tell you that she is addicted to nicotine and she doesn't, she does not know how to quit, right? So difficult in quitting both of nicotine, it is a reality, all right? Now, this is based on research, Patricia, what I will share with you. In Baltimore, Maryland, the States, we discovered that men, mostly men, and I'm sure there were women as well, who were in their fourth bypass because smoking. Now, Patricia, imagine uh, the trauma of that operation, right? But people still did not quit smoke. In fact, the headline of that research that I read uh, in 2000. And, and 15 said, I'd rather die than quit smoking, right? That is how addictive this thing is. But glad that I quit smoking precisely because I included God in my part. Because remember, quitting alone is a futility of self effort. But I submit, you can't, right? So there is a way to quit smoking, your guest. Let's go to the program, right? I agree with the program. I'm sure it can work. But the change must start in the mind called 
metamonia in Greek, right? It's about the fundamental shift in the mind first before you can embark in the wellness program. Patricia, for the sake of time, I must say, Good evening and enjoy weekend. Thank you very much, Ngonde, for giving us your experience there. And I think it's very uh, good to know that someone who once was a smoker um, stopped smoking because of self-will. Wendy, how important is self-will when it comes to starting a program or a course like Smoke Enders? Well, Patricia, I must say that I absolutely agree with your caller that you first have to make a shift in your mind. And Yes, you need to be able to reach out to smoke enders but, and admit that there's a part of you that wants to stop smoking. But we actually help people to make that mind shift, to get to the place where they believe they can stop and where they're in control and where they actually do stop smoking. And I've got a message here from Ashley Tobajane in the Oaks um, who says, Please help me. I started smoking in 2004 and now I am hooked and I've tried quitting, but I failed. I even lost my fiance because of smoking and I realized that I'm spending a lot on cigarettes and I am unemployed. It's uh, not easy to stop smoking due to the headaches when I try. Please, can you mm-hmm. ask your guest to help? Mm-hmm. Okay, so those headaches... Um that, that your caller is getting are part of the detoxing um, process. So it sounds as if he's trying to stop cold turkey and using his willpower, um, and that's great if you're strong enough to do it. But unfortunately, you will then, or most probably, most likely, you will get these uncomfortable and painful detoxing and withdrawal symptoms, such as headaches, nausea, dizziness, tiredness, etc. Mm. And uh, now another one here before we close off says, I hope you are doing well. I give, I gave up uh, before lockdown for two years. I started again and now I do three boxes a day. I hate it and it's a habit. I would love to stop smoking. Will you be able to sponsor? Wendy, how expensive are these courses and can you sponsor people? Um, I personally can't sponsor people. We are a business. Um, we're not government funded. Um, we don't get funding from anywhere we are in, in fact, a proper business. The course costs 3,000 grand per person, and that is including all of the meetings, the six-week meetings, and ongoing support. Mm. And uh, can people pay that off, I think, uh, in installments, perhaps? You know what? They can pay it off in two installments. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's quite important that people pay for the course before they stop smoking. And the reason for that is because it increases their success rate. I suppose where your treasure is, is where your heart will lie as yes, well. Absolutely. Um, when we... And if they're prepared to make that 3,000 rand commitment, then they are m- much more likely to put in the work and effort to make it successful. Wendy, thank you very much for joining us. So please just give us your website so people can be able to be in touch with you. Sure. It's www.smokeenders.co.za. And that's Smoke Enders with one E in the middle. Thank you very much. Have a good evening, Wendy. Thank you so much, Patricia.